News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. I'm Megan Hoffer, and welcome to Heartbeat. When I think of my mom, the first word that comes to mind is sunshine. Not only does she bring lots of happiness to our family, wherever she goes, she chooses to spread joy, kindness, and the love of Christ with others. She does this in big ways and little ways through her words and actions. My mom inspires me to be the sunshine. In the Bible, Jesus says in John chapter 8, verse 5, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. We live in a world filled with darkness. As followers of Jesus, we are called to share his light with others. Where in your life can you choose to be the sunshine today? Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. Hi, I'm Giovanni Smith. Welcome to Heartbeat. I love to go shopping. I can spend hours at the mall going from store to store, trying on shoes, clothes, and jewelry. There are times when I run into the issue when it comes to my shopping. I've become so accustomed to getting paid and hitting all the stores, but not really honoring the Lord with my finances. Hebrews remind us that we should keep ourselves free from the love of money and trust the Lord because He will never forsake us. What a great reminder that our focus should be on God and what He provides and not about what we want. Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. Equal opportunity, especially in the workforce, is the cornerstone of the American dream. Being employed gives us the confidence to be financially independent. There's real meaning in supporting ourselves and those we care about. We feel respected, useful, even empowered to become leaders. But what if you were one of the six and a half million people in the U.S. with an intellectual or developmental difference, such as autism? 81% of adults with developmental differences don't even have a paid job, and only about a third of the public believes they're capable of having leadership roles. Now is the time to change that. Join the SunTrust Foundation in supporting Autism Speaks, Best Buddies, and Special Olympics in creating pathways to one million employment and leadership opportunities for this talented community by 2025. Together, we can build a broader workforce for the future. Visit DeliveringJobs.org to learn more. This hour on KHML brought to you by Abney Home Improvement. More than just windows and doors for roof siding, sunrooms, and inside work like bathrooms and kitchens. Call Ron at 888-841-0886. Today's homeowner is brought to you by Quick Reach Cement and Concrete Products. It's what America's made of. And by Pavestone, creating beautiful landscapes. And welcome back to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show, where it's time for our best new product segment brought to you by the Home Depot, how doers get more done. Now, this is prime time for cookouts, and if you're in the market for a new gas grill, then here's what you'll need to know. This week, we're featuring the new Next Grill 5-Burner Gas Grill with Side Burner. It's crafted from polished stainless steel and porcelain-coated steel materials, and with 618 square inches of total cooking space, it's the right size to 
cook for small gatherings or large parties. It uses stainless steel burners, angled flame tamers, and enhanced grates that work together to distribute consistent heat across the entire cooking surface and to help you reduce those grill flare-ups that can completely ruin a nice cookout. Plus, the stainless steel shelves, uh, side shelves and the front condiment tray makes the grilling even more convenient. So for more information, and it's called the Next Grill 5-Burner Gas Grill, you log on to homedepot.com for more information and find out where you can get your brand new grill. Nothing like it. I have a brand new grill sitting on my back porch right now. Have you used it yet? Uh, no, I, I, I've got to install the darn thing. I got to, um, oh. we're, <laughs> we're, we're building the outdoor kitchen right. and then of course we'll put the, the countertop on and then I'll be able to slip the grill in there. But there's, you know, yeah. there's a lot you have to consider in, in petitions and exactly the spacing and, sure. and all, and all of that. Cause you can get too much, you know, you can put too much in one area. Right. And, uh, so I think I think I, I think I got it all figured out, and we're about uh, halfway through with it right oh, now. Oh, good. Because where you live down in Mobile, you probably get to use that almost year-round, right? Oh, Except, yeah. yeah. Right? And we're putting, so putting you really get the use out of it. This tremendous brown exterior vent hood over it, you know, that wow. you know you could that works. And you need it to work because, uh, right. you know, when you get in there and you're, you know, maybe have your side burner going and you're cooking burgers or whatever, uh, that uh, all of that smoke, if you don't control it and get it away from you, not only yeah. does it build up heat in that area, um, it can really make a wall and a ceiling yeah. just look terrible after a little while. And earlier we were talking about the, one of the trends, remodeling trends, is adding outdoor kitchens and cooking mm -hmm. spaces. Um, anything we didn't mention is that any product you buy and going to put outdoors, check with the manufacturer. Make sure it's rated to be left outdoors because some That's of them right. aren't. If you put, yeah. in your case, a rain shed that doesn't belong outside, it's not going to last. It's going right. to rust and out like, or stop working. So uh, And people uh, make that big mistake a lot of times with their outdoor refrigerators, the little under counter refrigerators um right i tell you what a a traditional one that you might have in your dorm room or something like that will not last outside yeah yeah. You know, even though it's not going to get rained on directly, the humidity out there can make a big, big difference. Same with TVs, yeah. by the way. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, talking about humidity, that leads right into a little problem Patricia is having. She's on the phone with us right now. Patricia, welcome to the show. Okay. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, we live in an older home. It's actually uh, like 100 years old. We've lived there for 35 years. And we um, the low part is 16 inches and the high part is 39 inches. Total, we have seven vents, 12 by 24, and we have expanded metal on the side. Now, we've had to replace one of the room or the floors, but my husband left the old floor joists in there. Does he need to take that out is one question. Or is, or is it okay it's still, it's still in there? Yeah, it, it's probably just fine uh, that it's still in there. As, you know, if, 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 if he was able to work around that, uh, um, no problem at all for it to leave it in there. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't think it would present any problem at all. Okay. And also, we have it underpinned with metal. Is that a problem? Or is that, you know, okay, too? Not really. As long as you have um, cross ventilation there. I mean, you mentioned seven vents. As long as they're, you know, divided up around the house to where you're getting uh, the ability for air to blow in and air and, and air to exhaust out from all of the different sides of the house. And certainly making sure no plants, shrubs, or anything are blocking any of those vents are extremely important as well. Yes, sir. And one of our really thing, the humidity is really still high, but we do not have the um, the fans, the cross fans that you're talking about. Okay. So we need to get them. 
Well, uh, I, I'm really speaking of the vents, not necessarily fans. Now, I will mention the fan, but the first thing, let me ask you this. Do you have plastic laying on the ground underneath the house? We did, but it was not the six millimeter the six mil that you recommend it, so that's going to be our next thing to do. Yeah, Good. well, that that right away will make a tremendous difference because there's so much moisture that just migrates up. You might not even know that, that it's migrating into your house, but when you're running your mm -hmm. air conditioner or heater, it's pulling from everywhere it can to pu push air through your air handler unit. So that's why it's so important that you have all of the gaps around your house all sealed up. But the same for underneath the floor because if you really get underneath your house with the bright light and look around carefully. There's a lot of holes there. There's holes where wires go up into your walls. There's uh, underneath yeah. your uh, um, bathtubs. You'll have some little gaps there where the drain has been cut out for. Things like this. As much of that as you can seal and then putting the six mil plastic right on the ground, that right there usually solves a lot of moisture problems. But in situations, and also I must mention, you want to make sure no water is trending under there like a down spout that's not routed properly or during a heavy rain, any area that's allowing water to trek under there, that needs to be repaired from the outside to curtail any of that water going under the house. Okay. Now, do, on the uh, plastic, does it, does it matter if it's clear or black? It doesn't matter. Either one works fine to block that moisture out. But but for, with real severe uh, situations like this, Patricia, I have used uh, what I call a ring fan. It just looks like something you'd have on the front of your radiator on your car. But uh, they're available that you mount it on the inside of one of your vents. You, mm -hmm. wire, you wire it up and you put a humidistat on it and set it about 60%. So what happens is when the humidity does get up in that area in your underneath your house, it turns it on and it blows the air out of that vent that creates a breeze throughout the underside of your house to move that moist air out of there. And it's automatic, so you don't have to worry about it. It's not that expensive, and that will be a good peace of mind for you to be able to minimize that moisture that's under the house. Okay. Um, I think that's all that I had. Okay. Well, best of luck on that. It really is something that you do need to take care of because it will be, uh, uh, can cause a lot more problems. It can uh, bring the bugs in from all over the place and certainly after a while can start deteriorating. Joe, we certainly, uh, uh, we're going to have to come up with a today's homeowner foundation exhaust fan, don't we? I mean, yeah, we should. Know. Yeah. The Joe and Danny fan. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. The Danny, Danny and Joe. Yeah. Fan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a lot of things that we deal with here on today's homeowner and uh, we're going to tell you a lot more information plus we have another simple solution coming up in just a little while so don't go anywhere we'll be right back you're listening to today's homeowner radio we're great at moving hot air <laughs> Outdoor concrete projects are quick and easy with Quickrete Fast Setting Concrete in the red bag. Whether you need to set a fence post, mailbox post, or deck footing, or even pour a backyard patio, Quickrete Fast Setting Concrete in the red bag makes it simple. To set a post, there's no mixing. Just pour the dry mix into the hole and add water. It sets hard in about 20 minutes and you're done. It's that fast and easy. Quickrete Fast Setting Concrete. Look for it in the red bag. 
You want to be an organic gardener, but your garden's being attacked by all kinds of insects. Fight back with Captain Jack's Dead Bug Brew from Bonide. It's the fast-acting insect control that's approved for organic gardening. Use it to control caterpillars, beetles, spider mites, and more. Get Captain Jack's Dead Bug Brew from Bonide, the name you can trust with nearly 100 years of experience in lawns and gardens all across America. Learn more at Bonide.com. Black and green stuff growing on your roof or siding? Pick up Wet and Forget's new rapid application hose end. Now Wet and Forget no scrub outdoor cleaner is even easier with a brand new nozzle that attaches to your garden hose and sprays up to 30 feet. Wet and Forget hose end quickly and easily treats surfaces you normally couldn't reach without climbing up the ladder. Each bottle cleans up to a whopping 2,000 square feet. Visit wetandforget.com to find a retailer near you. Ready to make your slippery surfaces safer indoors and out? Deitch Coatings now brings you TrackSafe Anti-Slip Sealer, and I think it's a winner. TrackSafe is a tough pre-mixed clear coat you can roll onto slippery concrete, stone, tile, linoleum, and painted surfaces. It brings added beauty and foot traction to steps, wet pool decks and walkways, garage and interior floors, and more. Get a grip with slip-resistant TrackSafe. Order today online through the Home Depot or at DeitchCoatings.com. Even if you're not a professional woodworker, you want to use the glue the pros use. And three out of four pro woodworkers trust Tightbond as their choice. For building wood furniture or cabinets, to making picture frames or birdhouses, or just general repairs around the house, Tightbond has the widest choice of glues to help with whatever project you want to tackle. Tightbond, the right glue for your next project. Just ask the pros. For more information, visit Tightbond.com or see them on Facebook. Could your backyard use a makeover? You can create beautiful outdoor living spaces with Rumblestone from Pavestone. Create a paver patio or walkway, garden retaining wall, grill enclosure, fire pit, or even an outdoor kitchen. These rustic building blocks make it easy and they look great. Rumblestone from Pavestone is available at the Home Depot. And be sure to check out the project ideas and how-to videos at Pavestone.com. That's Pavestone.com. Today's homeowner is brought to you by Bonide Products, providing best solutions for your home, lawn, garden, and farm for more than 90 years. And welcome back to the show, the Today's Homeowner Radio Show. I want to remind you, you can pick up the phone and call us anytime, 800-946-4420, or you can send us an email at todayshomeowner.com slash ask. Also, I uh, want to encourage you to sign up for our Today's Homeowner newsletter. It comes out every single week on a Thursday morning to inspire you for the weekend. It's completely free, and we do not use your emails for anything other than sending you this great current information from us here at Today's Homeowner. So just go to todayshomeowner.com and sign up for the newsletter right there on the main page. And also, thanks for all the great emails we're getting about Today's Homeowner Show being on Amazon Prime. Joe, you would not believe all of the new people that have discovered Today's Homeowner. Yeah. And we have uh, Season 21 is now on there. Wow. And uh, within the next month, we will have all 21 seasons on uh, Amazon Prime. And, and some people have even made the accusation, Joe, 
that you and I look different back 21 years ago than we do now. <laughs> Not better, just different. Well, that's a little discouraging. Yes. I know, I know. We, you look different. Well, okay, well... <laughs> What does that well, thank mean? you, so. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Well, it's really, I mean, TV shows have learned that through syndication that when they re-release an old TV series, they get a whole new audience, right? Because people, maybe they were, they had their, their initial audience was in the, during the 1970s, 1980s, then it gets released in, in the 2000s, and a whole new generation of people, it's almost like a brand new TV show. That's so right. I'm sure yeah. that's happening. You're getting a generation of homeowners who didn't own homes, you know, mm -hmm. 21 years ago. So that, that's great. And we take... We take questions and we try to answer anybody, regardless whether it's your very first home or you've, you're moving for the 10th right. time. So, uh, yeah, we love hearing from, from homeowners all across the country. Absolutely. Let's go to Maine right now. Tina's on the phone with a question about flies. Boy, this is the time of year for it. Tina, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, my question is, we moved into our home last summer mm -hmm. and we noticed almost immediately how many flies were in this house. And we hired a pest control person in April at a neighbor's recommendation mm -hmm. and to help us with the flies. And we noticed fast results. But I'm just wondering if we can do the, you know, the pest control ourselves. It's quite expensive. And I was wondering if it's possible for me to purchase what they use sure. and just do it myself. Yeah, that's a good. That's a common question a lot of people have about controlling some of the pests around the home. Do you have any idea what they did? What? How did they treat it? Was it just a perimeter spray, or did they put any type of um, device inside the home? You, do you know how they attacked it? Yes, um, no device. What they did was they sprayed um, windows. Um, I don't believe they did a perimeter spray because at that time we had snow. <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> I see. All right. Well, well, there's there's a lot of different um, methods out there. Of course, you know um, the age old problems. I, I live down in the south, and so uh, during the summer, so many people leaving their doors and windows open. I've seen all kinds of gadgets and home remedies for for uh, flies. And Joe, I remember us talking about this quite a while. It seemed like uh, you told a story about a buddy of yours down in Miami that had kind of a unique thing. What what was that? Yeah, um, Tina, this is um, I'm not tried this. My, a buddy of mine tried it. Now this worked for outdoor flies and I think it works outside because it has to be in the sun but he, he hung a clear plastic bag full of water from a string or a wire whatever it was off the gutter of his house near where he was seeing lots of flies and the flies just disappeared and it had something to do with the light refraction from the sun shining through the water and the plastic hmm. I'm not sure why that bothered flies but that that would work outside and your flies are indoors right so um, now you said you had this fly problem during the winter when there was snow on the ground is that correct um well we started seeing them when it started warming up and oh, okay. then we got another snow um, right these are cluster flies which oh. actually come out of the ground right that's um, what i was going to so ask you right because house flies and cluster flies are actually different and you have to treat them differently um and for people who aren't aware if you if you don't know the difference the house flies are, are about a quarter inch long and the the um cluster flies, and sometimes they're called attic flies for some reason, they're slightly longer. And the real um, difference is that house flies, when they're at rest, their wings do not overlap. 
and with cluster flies, the wings overlap. So that's how you can tell the difference because you do have to treat them differently. Um, and the reason you notice an immediate improvement when the when the um, pest control person came out is that he just sprayed poison and killed them all. And the one that he didn't that didn't get exposed to the poison flew away and hid away, or whatever. And they came out afterwards. So that's the only downside of a contact. Um, remedy like that. If you're not contacting the fly, it is precisely with the, in this case, a spray of some sort, you're not going to kill them. Um, so for a cluster fly, I think you need to, there's one indoor um, easy recipe that I use. In a small bowl, you mix a quarter cup of apple cider vinegar, one tablespoon of sugar, and a few squirts of liquid dish soap, and just leave it out, and you can use several of these. What happens is the flies are attracted by the sugar and the vinegar, and they get stuck by the soap and they'll just die off. So you mm. could try that. I mean, otherwise, the only other thing to do is just buy some insecticide and spray around wherever you see them. Well, that should be a, a nice little mixture to make your uh, make a little more pleasant inside the, the house there. And that uh, recipe that Joe just mentioned, uh, that formula, will be listed on the radio page. All you have to do is go to todayshomeowner.com and click on Listen, and that'll be there waiting on you so that you can uh, uh, fill all of that out. Hey, coming up, we're going to take a few emails and tell you how you can win a great giveaway from our friends at Leviton. Uh, also, we got a simple solution coming up and a lot of other information to guarantee that you'll have the best-looking house on the block. I'm Danny Lipford, along with my buddy Joe Truini. We'll be right back with more Today's Homeowner Radio. Call Today's Homeowner anytime, 800-946-4420. Danny and Joe will be right back. Every home has things it needs, things that need to be maintained, fixed, or replaced. The Home Depot is here to help you get it done. You can easily find what you need on our app, order it online with the push of a button, and have it brought to your door with free delivery on over a million items. We have the essentials you need, the online know-how you may need to do it yourself, and low prices that make it all possible. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. You want to be an organic gardener, but your garden is being attacked by all kinds of insects. Fight back with Captain Jack's Dead Bug Brew from Bonide. It's the fast-acting insect control that's approved for organic gardening. Use it to control caterpillars, beetles, spider mites, and more. Get Captain Jack's Dead Bug Brew from Bonide, the name you can trust with nearly 100 years of experience in lawns and gardens all across America. Learn more at Bonide.com. Transform your kitchen or bathroom with a beautiful tiled backsplash all by yourself and as fast as one day with Simple Mat from Custom Building Products. Simple Mat is a unique double-sided adhesive mat designed to bond tile to backsplashes, countertops, and shower walls. No mixing of powder, no mess to clean up, and no waiting for the mortar to harden. Simply set the tile onto the mat, then grout. It's the quickest, easiest, cleanest way to install tile. Visit thesimplemat.com for more information. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. Looking for easy home improvements? Instantly refresh the look of your bathroom by changing the grill on your bath fan or by adding one with a decorative light. If your mirror stays foggy after a shower, it's time for a new bath fan altogether. The Braun Upgrade Kit lets you convert your bath fan to a new one in less than 10 minutes. In the kitchen, consider replacing your range hood with a Braun under cabinet hood. It's so easy to install, you don't even need a contractor. Learn more at Braun.com. Braun Newton, come home to fresh air. 
5 foot 11. Barely 5 4. I weigh about 170 pounds. Brown eyes. Blue eyes. Brown hair. Gray hair. I'm a baseball fanatic. I'm a wife. A mom. A sister. And a grandfather. I'm a bodybuilder. I'm a research analyst. Small business owner. Teacher. Dance fitness instructor. Film and television actor. I'm an office clerk. I'm a copywriter. I'm a veteran. I have a prosthetic leg. I have multiple sclerosis. I have lupus. Cerebral palsy. Post-traumatic stress disorder. I'm blind. And I'm working in a job I love. I love. Because I was given a chance. Because I was given a chance. To contribute my skills and talents. To show my disability is only one part of who I am. Who I am. Who I am. At work, it's what people can do that matters. For more information, visit whatcanyoudocampaign.org. This hour on KHMO is brought to you by Smith Funeral Home and Chapel in Hannibal, helping families celebrate the memories of their loved ones for over 100 years. Today's homeowner is brought to you by Custom Building Products, the leader in flooring preparation products and tile and stone installation systems. And welcome back to the show, the Today's Homeowner Radio Show, where we love getting emails and we try to cover as many of them as we can each week. This one came in from Andy from Tennessee. My wife wants to add a deck onto the back of our home, but I keep putting her off. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, not should, good. That's not good. We had one at our last house, and I felt like I spent all my time cleaning and staining and sealing it. Is there a way to make her happy without ruining most of our weekends with work? Boy, that's I hear the frustration there. Well, yep. well that's a great question, Andy. And if you want to make her happy and want a deck without all of those maintenance chores, we certainly recommend a composite deck, not a wood deck. Composites uh, retain their beauty for decades with very little upkeep, so you don't need to worry about sanding, staining, painting. And our friends at Trex that we've worked with quite a bit have the world's number one brand of composite decking. Their high-performance composites resist fading, scratching as well as mold and they won't warp crack or splinter so in fact the only maintenance you really need is a little soap and water cleaning once or twice a year trex won't stain like wood does so you don't have to worry about spilled food drop grilled tools or wet planter pots and uh, i'll tell you right now um, at home depot they have trex in stock so drop by the home depot and check out some of the new trex products and uh, i think that will solve the problem you might be uh, encountering there at your house, Andy. Okay, I want to make sure we got that email in, but right now I want to make sure we get our simple solution in this hour. Joe, what do you have? Okay, Danny, here's a simple yet effective way to prevent eyeglasses or safety glasses from fogging up when they're worn with a dust mask. All right, so first of all, a lot of people wear masks these days, but anytime you're working around, you know, on a woodworking project, indoors or out, it doesn't matter. You should always protect your breathing, your lungs with a dust mask of some sort, but you know, we also recommend always wearing safety glasses. So what? how do you prevent them? And they fog up, it seems like, in some cases, almost instantaneously. So I've tried this, and it actually works. What you do is you coat the inside and outside of both lenses with shaving cream. Just rub a little shaving cream, squirt a big dab of it on the outside and inside. Then with your fingertips, just rub the cream onto the lenses for several seconds. Then rinse under cold water, dry them, and put them on. I've tried this, and they've remained fog-free for probably four to five hours something like yeah. that and um and, you know, it doesn't last forever, but uh, if you do that every time you put on the glasses, first of all, you might go through a lot more shaving cream, but you won't get you won't get your glasses all fogged up. So definitely try that because it does work. 
Oh, that's a great, simple solution. I can tell people, I, I guarantee you people right now are, are filing that away to use because, uh, again, people are wearing a lot of glasses, I, I mean, a lot of masks, and then the glasses along with it. That's a very frustrating thing. Hey, before we leave on this hour, I'd like to uh, let you know that we're right in the middle of a special giveaway from our friends at Leviton in recognition of Electrical Safety Month. It's the 20-a-day AFCI giveaway for your chance to win an AFCI, which is an arc fault circuit interrupt are completely free. Just head over to todayshomeowner.com slash giveaway. Now, what's an AFCI? Well, it stands for Arc Fault Circuit Interrupter, and it looks a lot like a regular electrical outlet when it's installed, but it can literally save your life by preventing electrical fires. AFCI will detect arcs in your wiring and will immediately cut the power off to keep your family safe. So make sure you enter the giveaway, todayshomeowner.com slash giveaway, now through June 1st. Now, that pretty much wraps up this hour of today's homeowner radio and if you're listening to a station that doesn't carry the second hour hey don't worry about it head over to today's homeowner.com slash listen so that you don't miss a thing and remember our podcast today's homeowner podcast is available wherever you download your podcast i'm danny lipford along with my buddy joe truini thank you so much for listening to this hour of today's homeowner radio We want to hear from you at Today's Homeowner Radio. Call the Today's Homeowner Hotline anytime, 800-946-4420, or send us an email at todayshomeowner.com slash ask. Again, thanks for listening to this hour of Today's Homeowner Radio. Listen anytime on the radio, on your phone, or online to America's hometown news talk. 1070 KHMO Hannibal. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Vicki Barker in London. Grief over the death of an African-American man in the presence of four Minneapolis police officers spills into rage in Minneapolis. Governor Tim Waltz issuing this late-night appeal. I need those legitimate folks who are grieving to take this back for the right reason. Why are we talking about anarchists who are burning down damn buildings? And we're getting word entrances at Minnesota's Mall of America being boarded up with protesters headed there. Similar scenes in multiple U.S. cities. In Atlanta, protesters lit cars on fire and smashed the entrance of CNN headquarters. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp declared a state of emergency and activated 500 National Guard troops. What I see happening on the streets of Atlanta is not Atlanta. This is chaos. In New York City, protesters burned a police bus. At the White House, a few hundred demonstrators tussled with Secret Service officers, leading to a brief lockdown inside. CBS's Michael George. The National Guard's been called out in Minneapolis, and as CBS's Cammy McCormick reports, the U.S. military may be called in, too. The Pentagon has ordered the Army to put military police units on alert to head to Minneapolis on short notice if the president calls for it. CBS News has learned these units are on a return to base within 30 
30 minutes notice, which is the last alert stage before an order. Now, will that NASA SpaceX manned mission take off a little later? I'm Peter King at the Kennedy Space Center. The new launch forecast is just out, and it's pretty much unchanged from what it was yesterday. A 50% chance of favorable weather at launch time. Right now, we've got almost clear skies here, but that doesn't matter. What matters is the clouds and showers and possibly electrically charged clouds that would be in the area at 322 Eastern Time, and those would be showstoppers. Some of the late convicted pedophile Jeffrey Epstein's victims may see some compensation at last. A fund to compensate sex abuse victims of Jeffrey Epstein may soon make payouts. The deceased financier's estate, his accusers, and the attorney general of the U.S. Virgin Islands have settled their differences over the process. A probate court in the Virgin Islands is handling the estate. CBS's Jim Crisula, COVID-19 and cancer. There are two studies done, one in Europe and one here in the United States, and what it showed was is that people who had cancer, active cancer, and were diagnosed with COVID-19 in a 30-day period, there was almost a 13% death rate in those people. CBS medical contributor Dr. David Agus, uh, more than 102,000 dead from COVID-19. Now this is CBS News. For continuing coverage of the coronavirus pandemic with accurate and original reporting, stay tuned to CBS News Radio. Ready to create your own income with your own home-based business where there's no such thing as getting laid off? If a billionaire entrepreneur spent five years and $20 million searching for the next big trend, wouldn't you want to know what he found? If you're serious about making money from home without having to leave home, then write this down. www.goherenext.com. You decide your income. Get the facts now. GoHereNext.com. Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I don't think I would ever stop taking it because my husband passed away in June, and I really think it got me through that whole process. So I've been taking it ever since because, as I say, everything is better, and um, it certainly even helped with the stress factor. Balance of Nature is now offering 35% off on any new preferred order. Go to balanceofnature.com today and use discount code FRUITS. In lockdown, it's for the birds. The big wow moment for Derek Lovich this spring. A scarlet tanager at our store. He and his wife own Freeport Wild Bird Supply in Maine. Just the brightest, most brilliant red you could find sitting among what we think of as common cedar birds. They're not the only ones marveling over the bounty of beauty in the backyard. So far, business is up 27% over last year. Because we're home now and looking at our windows all day as opposed to maybe quickly filling the feeders and rushing out to work and coming home after dark, we're seeing stuff that was, may have been there, but we're only now noticing. While they sell feeders, seed, and books on bird watching, the hottest seller right now... Masks with bird patterns on. <laughs> Deborah Rodriguez, CBS and finally, The Guardian newspaper reports Microsoft has fired dozens of British journalists and replaced them with artificial intelligence software. What could possibly go wrong? I'm Vicki Barker, CBS News. Hey, Sean Hannity here, encouraging you all to stay up to the minute on all the information on the coronavirus pandemic. Listen to my show. Go to my website, Hannity.com, staying in touch with your local health professionals and most of all, listening to this great radio station. By staying informed, we will stop the spread of coronavirus. Take us anywhere. Hometown News Talk 1070 KHMO. 
and the free KHMO mobile app for your smartphone. KHMO weather today under cloudy skies, northerly winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Cloudy skies tonight, lows level off around 53. High temperatures reach up to 72 tomorrow. More clouds and sun. More clouds than sun, Monday. Decreasing clouds by Tuesday. Low 80s, Monday. Upper 80s by Tuesday. Right now, 63. News Talk 1070 KHMO presents On the Mark with Mark Hespin. On the Mark is powered by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area at 221 North 36th Street, Quincy. Faith, family, and giving back. That's Cunis Country. And now, here's Mark Hespin. Good morning, Tri-States, and wherever you may be listening on the News Talk 1070 KHMO app, I am Mark Hespin. This is On the Mark. On the Mark is brought to you by our great friends at Cunis Country and their complimentary lifetime powertrain warranty, Faith Family Giving Back. That's Cunis Country. Go to CunisQuincy.com, schedule that VIP appointment, go say hi to Jason Buxman, those great guys over there at Cunis Country. Follow me on Twitter, on Instagram, at Mark Hespin, M-A-R-K-H-E-S-P-E-N. That is... Is the best way to get in touch with me and uh, and and converse throughout the uh, program here over the next hour. Follow the show on uh, on on the mark. Just search on the mark KHMO on Facebook. Uh, what a gorgeous day here in downtown Hannibal. It is sunny. It is beautiful. It is going to be fantastic weather. I got a long day ahead of me. I got to be honest with you. Long long day. I'm here. And then I drive back up to Quincy to get into the Kick FM studio, our sister station for KickFest 2020, kicking off at noon. The five-hour concert from your couch. Join us for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to cover today, a lot of good stories. Uh, the Three of the big leagues all have stuff. Believe it or not, I will not be talking about the NFL today. Isn't that insane? If you're a fan of the show or on episode 39 of the show, if you're like, you're like, wait a minute, Mark's not going to talk about the NFL? There's that much other news to talk about. There is. There really, really is. Uh, and we'll get started. As always, we get started with the show with the two biggest headlines, the things that we need to talk about that happened over the past week. I like to call them Hespin's Headlines. Let's get started with Hespin Headline number one. Hespin's Headlines on the mark. Dodgers ace pitcher David Price is doing a great thing that he shouldn't have to do. The clock is ticking on Major League Baseball. It's ticking. It's ticking. In order for uh, uh, Major League Baseball to have a season, the clock is ticking. And I am so pro-player this morning, it's not even funny. It's, it's, I mean, I'm going to laugh about it because it's insane what we're talking about. And, 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 it, and it, it makes no sense to me. So let me start by going back to David Price. David Price, the story came out. Uh, just uh, two days ago. This is from uh, uh, Catherine Acavella, who writes for CBS. She says, Dodgers lefty David Price has reportedly pledged to pay all of the minor league players in the Dodgers system who are not currently on the Dodgers 40-man roster $1,000 in the month of June to keep them afloat. Now, you know, obviously David Price, very wealthy guy, massive contracts. So the minor league players are not paid during spring training. 
And instead, they receive a $400 weekly stipend. While some MLB clubs have committed to continue playing, paying the players in the minor leagues, kudos to them. That is the right and only decision to make. A lot of players are now no longer being paid as their agreements are ending and they don't even get that that $400 stipend. Either way, because the situation brought on by the coronavirus pandemic, many minor leaguers are feeling financial pressures and stress, and David Price's commitment to his new teammates is sure to help alleviate some of that. So it's an amazing thing. Let's I mean, obviously, kudos to David Price. He doesn't have to do that. That is an amazingly kind thing of David Price to do. That is fantastic. That is amazing. That is awesome. He shouldn't have to do it. David Price should not have to do that. For as much money as David Price has signed for, and it's a lot of money. The owners of the LA Dodgers, Magic Johnson, and your billionaire friends, what are you doing? This is why I am so pro-player. I am getting to the point where I will support the players almost to the point of where I don't even care if a season happens or not at this point. This is a moment for them to take a stand. It is. It is absolutely their moment to take a stand against the owners as the uh, CBA is up for bargaining next year. What the owners, these, these billionaire owners of the MLB are asking their players to do and are forcing guys like David Price to step up and 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 write a big check to support his fellow teammates guys in his system fellow employees is absolutely ludicrous it's absolutely ludicrous and and I'll tell you what Max Scherzer another very well paid ace for the Washington Nationals he came out and said on his Twitter uh, this is direct from Max Scherzer. After discussing the latest developments with the rest of the players, there is no reason to engage with the MLB any further in compensation reductions. We have previously negotiated a pay cut in the version of pro, uh, prorated salaries, and there's no justification to accept a second pay cut based upon current information the union has received. He says, I'm glad to hear other players voicing the same viewpoint. They believe, uh, uh, he says, we believe the MLB's economic strategy would completely change if all documentation were to become public information. So what Scherzer saying, which is what I think we all know and agree on, the owners are crying wolf and saying, oh, no, look at us. We're we, I mean, we not going to have any fans in the stands. We're not going to get any of the money. Don't let that fool you. The players are not the bad guys here. Yes, it is billionaires arguing with millionaires over millions of dollars. That is a bad look in an economic and, 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 and health crisis in this country. It's a bad look. It's not great for anyone. But the players are not to blame if there is no baseball in 2020. These billionaire owners make their billions through these TV contracts. And what will happen if the players start pay, uh, playing? Then the team, the game's going to be on TV and the billionaires are going to get their billions. I, th- this, is, this is getting to the point where it's just sad. It's just sad and it's driving me crazy. And now, as I mentioned, the clock is legitimately ticking. 
It is legitimately ticking because the proposal that they did actually agree upon and they have agreement from both the players and the owners, all except for the pay cuts of the compensation, is a great proposal. To start playing baseball games July 4th, you can get in 82 games, half the regular season. Season would begin July 4th weekend. It would end at the end of September. You add a couple extra playoff teams, and your playoffs basically happen at the same time they normally would, which I think is stupid anyways because, I, as you know, I've said before, I think baseball should move up their calendar and have their playoffs in August and not compete against the NFL. That's neither here nor there. They have an opportunity to make this happen, and if it doesn't happen, don't blame the players. Do not blame the players. I'm telling you. It's not good on either side. It's a bad look for the MLB. It's, it would be devastating for the MLB to not play this year. But don't blame the players. Don't go on Twitter. Don't sit there at the water cooler. Don't go down to Broadway Bar here in Hannibal. Or the Quincy Brewing up in Quincy. Or, or or sit there at Rebel Pig in Palmyra, drinking beers with your buddies, and don't sit there and say, oh, these players and the millionaires, and they're not going to play. Forget them. That They are not the bad guys. They are not the bad guys. They, are already, they already agreed to a pay cut for this season anyways. Now the MLB is asking the... Top-end players, the reason you watch the games, right? You don't watch Cardinals games to see some fifth-string guy out of the bullpen come and blow a save. You watch for Yachty. You watch for the big-time players. I don't watch the Cubs to watch Ian Happ drop a fly ball in center field. I watch for Chris Bryan and Anthony Rizzo. They're asking those guys, the guys that get them the big TV contracts, to take 20% of what they agreed upon. Imagine if your boss asked you to go back to work and only take 20% of what you agreed upon. You would say, uh, no. I'm going to, I don't know, hard pass on that. So if the MLB season doesn't happen and the clock is ticking, and I mentioned this, it is legitimately ticking. They have got to come to an agreement within the next 10 to 12 days to do this 82-game season that they talked about that would end September, start in July, and have playoffs at the normal time. Because they would need the three weeks in June to get ready for spring training. They would have to do this. They would. This has to happen soon. We are in June starting Monday. They need three weeks. Which means you need to get this done by like June 10th. The clock is ticking. The owners, you tried, you failed, sign a deal, pay your players, and get these games going. It's as simple as that, owners. I know none of the owners are listening to me right now, but it's as simple as that. And what I want you all, as you listen to me right now, whenever you get back to your favorite watering hole or you're at work and you're, and you're trying to talk sports with your buddies, do not blame the players. Take the information I am bestowing upon you and blame the owners. It is their fault. 
All right, that's going to do it for Hespin headline number one. As you can tell, I'm very, very pro player this morning. <laughs> you, should, you should be too. You should be too. All right, let's move on because the other big league that hasn't picked up yet, and they're struggling to figure out how, where, what, who, and when, why, is getting closer. It's Hespin headline number two. Hespin's headlines on the mark. All right. The, N- the NBA proposes a July 31st start at the happiest place on earth in Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. Beautiful Orlando, Florida. And they got some stuff figured out. The NBA has, uh, they have not nearly the, the worry about money and labor disputes because their owners know that star players are the reason the league is the way the league is. They don't. They don't fret on that. Also, the NBA obviously they haven't started to see. They are at the near the end of their season, so the money is pretty much already paid out. So it makes it easier. But the NBA has uh, it has per, per, uh, a preliminary. They have a vote this week. Let's just say. Let's just say that. I don't know why I can't say preliminary vote this week to get. The NBA started at the end of July. Now, I hate that it's going to be at the end of July because it means they're going to go up against football season, which is bad for the NBA. It's bad for us, the viewers, because we want sports now. We want content now. We want NHL and NBA and baseball now. We don't want it when football's on because we're going to watch football anyways. <laughs> so it's a, but anyways, July 31st would be the start date in Orlando. What's interesting about this proposal, and I think it's the key thing for everyone out there listening, is that you're not going to see all 30 teams back. Uh, From what sources are telling ESPN is that most likely, and what the owners and the three-fourths majority owners will vote and agree upon within the next week, by Thursday, when this vote takes place, is 22 teams in Orlando. Uh, with uh, regular season games, a couple regular season tune-up play-in games, and then the playoffs. But no matter how many teams are invited and what they decide to do, there will be games before the playoffs. Uh, And that is really uh, 100% agreement from the, the star players, the LeBron Jameses of the world, and the owners. Because these guys know... That basketball is the toughest thing to get into into playing shape for. The amount of cardio these guys do without popping an Achilles or popping a, a hamstring, tearing an ACL, it is the only way to get in basketball shape is by playing basketball. It, it, it's why you see you see where do injuries happen most time in an NBA season in the. Uh, uh, off-season training workouts as they're getting ready, as the it was like OTAs and into uh, preseason, and then at the very end of the season when the guys are 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 not in shape yet because they've had a couple months off, and then at the very end of the season when their bodies are completely worn down from running miles every day up and down the court. So uh, we know what we know from the NBA agreement, uh, which were they're voting on on Thursday, is that we know most likely. It's going to only be 22 teams. And we know most likely there will be games around that July, late July that will be play-in games. 
Now, I also want to mention, this comes from Kevin O'Connor. He's great. He writes for The Ringer. He is uh, a really, really great NBA reporter. Uh, he says, if sources, if his sources, what he's telling me, resumes with this 22-team format, there will most likely be eight games uh, for teams each. And these then there will be a sort of play-in tournament. So think of it this way. The 22 teams invited will get some sort of random draw for just games that don't count as just warm-up games uh, that will be televised. And then they will actually play, all right, here's where it starts. Let's get a play-in tournament going. And then they would those play-in games would be for battling for eighth seed. So you would take... Um, uh, the the guy who's the teams that's currently the eighth seed, and then invite a couple other teams from it. And this is going to be tricky because it's really easy in the West. It's not so easy in the East. Uh, remember, I want to draw you back. Think back. Time travel. Let's go back time to mid, early mid-March, before coronavirus starts sweeping across the United States, before Rudy Gobert tests positive for coronavirus. Think about that. Think about how different our world was then. It was cold. It's gorgeous out now. But anyways, it's, you know, all kidding aside, when you look at the NBA Eastern Conference standings, the eight teams were 99% decided. The only team, the only thing that was even, you could slightly debate for making a playoff run, Orlando was the eighth seed, and a very bad Washington Wizards team were five and a half games back. And the likelihood of Washington catching Orlando, I mean, what, three, four, five percent at the max in the rest of the games they had remaining? So they're going to have to figure that out in the East. What do they do? Do they keep East? Do they keep West? Do they go to just the 16 teams? And you kind of throw... And this is why it's interesting and you say, well, maybe you should do 16 teams. Okay, you guarantee you're going to get those at least seven teams from the Eastern Conference. Because uh, 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 or, uh, New Jersey, I mean, sorry, the uh, Brooklyn Nets had a lead on Orlando, a sizable lead. So Orlando could maybe not make the playoffs. Because in the West, it's very interesting. The West, you have the Suns, the Spurs, the Ki- New Orleans, uh, uh, Portland. They're all within six games of that e- of that last spot in the West, which is held by Memphis. And they are, it's tight. I mean, it is tight, and these are good teams. I mean, these are these are uh, better NBA teams than even the the Brooklyn Nets, the the Washington Wizards, and the Orlando Magic. These are all better teams, in my opinion. So you have the well, maybe not the Suns. I, I would argue that Orlando is better than the Suns. But anyways, that's that's minutia details here. We're getting into. So when you're talking about what are these twenty two teams, what does this look like? This is what. I don't know what it looks like, but this is what they're going to be arguing and debating as they go to vote on Thursday. So talk about wanting to be in the room where it happens. You know what I mean? Arguing, you got owners arguing over which team should have a chance and why. <laughs> the Suns, Spurs, Kings, New Orleans, uh, Portland, all battling with Memphis there for that final seed. Now, I will tell you this. The NBA, this is a win for the NBA, these play-in games. Because you're talking about a round-robin type of tournament or whatever. Uh, we have all of the teams playing, and of these last remaining seeds, you know, some teams obviously be guaranteed. Like the Lakers are getting in, the, the Clippers are getting in, the Bucks are getting in. We know that. 
Uh, and most of the teams are guaranteed to get in. But for these other teams to battle to have the best record of these remaining teams to get those eight seeds, it's going to be fascinating. Think about the star power you're going to get on TV here in late July, early August, when there's not much going else on. We won't know if baseball is going to be in action. We don't know where the hockey playoffs will be at. We'll talk about that here in just a second. And the NFL will still be in OTAs. They won't be playing games yet. Uh, you'll have Zion battling Ja Morant. Uh, for not only the rookie of the year, but you know you got the uh, you got the for the playoff seating. You have the Spurs and their streak of playoffs on the line against Damian Lillard. Uh, you know uh, against um, uh, Devin Booker in the Suns. I mean, these are some these are some star power here. So it's going to be fascinating to watch. It's going to be interesting, and we should hopefully know by this time next week and on the mark in episode forty what the NBA's return looks like. Like, we know what the NHL's return looks like. We just don't know the dates yet. Who knows? So uh, that's where we stand. That's my thoughts on the MLB and the NBA. And it's a lot of what-if talk because we just still don't know with these two leagues. But we're getting at least some clarity, at least in my opinion, uh, who you should support in the MLB, the players. And in the NBA, for me, Bulls fans... Yeah, the Bulls, you're not going to see the Bulls play again this year. 99% shit, you're just not going to happen. It's going to be most likely 22 teams battling it in Orlando late Ju- late July. There's going to be some seeding stuff. They're going to figure all that out, hopefully, this week. All right. That is has been headline one and two at the beginning of On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. We are brought to you by Cunis Country. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespin. Get involved in the conversation. Let me know your thoughts. Do you support the players? Do you support the owners? Am I, am, 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 you know, where do you fall on that? Hopefully everything I laid out for you, you're on, you're on team players with me and uh, we all want baseball to happen, but if it doesn't, don't blame the players. All right, let's move on. When we come back from commercial, we are going to dive in into the NHL, the other league, uh, really has been headline number three. I mean, a big, big headline from the NHL. They have their plan. So if hockey returns, this is what it will look like. Now the NHL's just got to work through the minutia of the health and the where. We'll get into all that. Stick around. It's on the mark here. News Talk 1070 KHMO brought to you by Cunis Country. You've got a lot of five years. Spring is here, and along with sun and warmth, you can expect post-winter road hazards like potholes, uneven pavement, springtime showers, and an increased number of cyclists and pedestrians. Did you know that 2018 was the deadliest year for pedestrians since 1990? This spring, slow down on wet roads, avoid potholes, and stay on the lookout for pedestrians and cyclists. For more driving safety tips, visit driversed.com. You pledged your life to serve. You made sacrifices, lost loved ones. At VA, we don't see the falls you've taken. We see the thousand times you've stood back up. We embrace your uniqueness and won't trivialize your hardships. We can't promise to heal all wounds or wash away all trauma, but we do see a path forward. We see all veterans. We see you. Learn how treatment works and recovery is possible. Visit maketheconnection.net. We are Hometown News Talk, 1070 KHMO. All right, welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app. On the Mark is brought to you by Cunis Country Honda Hyundai, your number one Honda and Hyundai dealer in the tri-state area, located at 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, right across from the Village Inn. Go to CunisQuincy.com to schedule your appointment. Do yourself a favor if you're in the market for a new vehicle 
do check out Cunis Quincy. They are fantastic. My guys, Jason Buxman, those guys over there, amazing job. And we want to thank them so much for sponsoring On The Mark. Cunis Country, faith, family, giving back. That is Cunis Country. All right. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespin. Follow the show on the Mark on Cage on the Mark KHMO on Facebook. It's an easy way to stay involved, get involved with the conversation. Uh, we uh, we turn our uh, focus now away from baseball and the NBA, two uh, of the leagues that don't yet have anything. It's all speculation. The NBA is obviously uh, closer, in my opinion, to the NA, the MLB than the MLB is right now. But the NHL, kudos to them, they have their plan. So let's break down uh, what the NHL has agreed upon. So let's start by saying this. The NHL plan has no dates yet, to our knowledge. It has no, uh, it's, it's kind of floating there, but it is the plan. So if the NHL returns in 2020, we know it will be, a 24-team playoff. That's just what they're going to do. They're going to go right into a 24-team playoff with round-robin for the top seeds and a series between the lower seeds to then get you back to your traditional style, okay, 16-team playoff. So let's break this down a little bit. One of the things that they still need to agree upon is where this is going to happen they are looking at hub cities. Chicago is one of them. Vegas is another. There's a couple of those. There's in Florida and everything. Um, so they're gonna. This is gonna happen in hub cities. So I have an eastern hub city and a western hub city. Uh, they're looking for obviously where can they have safety? Where can they have massive amounts of hotels that they can kind of reserve and purchase out so no one's in and out? Testing players' safety. Then obviously arenas where there's plenty of space practice. Uh, I think Chicago would be a great choice for uh, one of the hubs. Anyways, um, and then they have to agree on uh, what are going to be the health and safety standards. But like the NBA, the NHL has this advantage over the MLB because their season is pretty much done. The payment is already there. So these guys will get their, you know, their regular pay- playoffs. I mean, they're they're not arguing over, hey, we got to play a whole season. What are we, What is this going to look like as far as the pay goes? So that is not a concern, which is a fantastic thing because as we've just spent 20 minutes arguing in the first part of the show, arguing over money at a time like this is very embarrassing. It's it's uh, sad and it's uh, frustrating. Uh, so we don't have that really to worry about with the NHL. So now that we know that the NHL, the only things they got to kind of figure out where this is going to happen, when it starts, that's easy. They'll figure that out with dates and hub cities soon. They'll get the players back in shape, get open training, and and they're going to go. We know the twenty four teams, and I would I would argue that this will be the greatest NHL playoffs maybe ever. It's going to be absolutely fascinating, and and you guys know this if you listen to the show. I am not the biggest NHL guy. I I love watching the NHL. I love watching the NHL playoffs. I don't personally, I'm not like a diehard NHL guy. I'm much more of an NFL, NBA, MLB. Uh, I love golf, NASCAR, and NHL's right there in it with with that group. Uh, But I absolutely am fascinated by this whole idea of this tournament. So listen to this. So for all the Blues fans out here, I know we got a ton of Blues fans, uh, the defending champs, 
They have they are in what is is going to be called the round robin teams. So with the other top four seeds of the West when the season ended, so it's the Blues, the Avalanche, Dallas Stars, and Vegas. They're going to play uh, probably uh, four games at least minimum. So you're going to play you know each one of these teams once. Think of it like World Cup soccer group stage, uh, and they'll play each other and. They'll get these games against the the best of the best in the East and the West. Uh, you know, in the East, it's Boston, Washington, Philadelphia, and Tampa. So these groups, they'll all play against each other and determine. Okay, then after we all play each other a couple games, and you play, you know, probably two against each team, you now say, all right, you're the one seed, you're the two seed, you're the three seed, you're the four seed. So St. Louis could end up being the fourth seed. No, they can end up being the one seed. I mean, one, two, three, or four. So they're going to determine that in this round-robin play. Those games are going to be must-watch games. They're going to be fascinating for all of the fans of those teams. It's going to be great. And then, depending on what seed you come up with the round-robin team, so if the Blues play the – let's just say the Blues end up the one seed, they're going to play the winner of Calgary versus the Jets – uh, the four seed gets either the Oilers or the Blackhawks. My Blackhawks squeak in by the skin of their teeth. They're in the playoffs, baby, which I love as a Blackhawks fan because you tell me, wait a minute, I get Kane and Taves uh, in the playoffs with a chance for Crawford to get hot? You never know. You just never know. I mean, that's why this is going to be so fascinating. They get the Oilers, uh, the uh, the Wild, uh, and the uh, the Sharks. You get the uh, Predators and the uh, and the uh, Coyotes. So here you go. You have these teams that uh, would have had a chance. They get a chance. They get to play each other in a five game series while the round robin teams play each other. So everyone kind of gets their warm up. The the so some of these teams. Who like an Oilers team who maybe would have guaranteed made the playoffs and like you know had a real chance? They could get upset by a Blackhawks team that had a bad season, and then they're not in. Then what would then be the traditional style playoffs? You also have a team like the Blues who would have been a one or a two seed. Maybe they stumbled in a before seed, and now they have a tougher road in what will then start the traditional playoffs. So think of it this way: you have the round robin teams for the top four seeds. And then you get these play-in playoff series. So it's like you're in the playoffs, but it's kind of a play-in. And then you'll get a one versus an eight, a uh, you know a two versus a seven, a three versus a, a five, a, a three versus a six, a four versus a five, and then the normal playoffs start. And uh, the NHL, I look at them, and because they have theirs agreed upon, and they don't have to worry about... Um, figuring out who's going to who are the teams already in it because they're a step ahead of the NBA what if the NHL can start this mid June early July think about that you're you're talking to me the NH, the NHL could have a monopoly over the calendar for important massive playoff games the only the only be they be competing against is golf and NASCAR. If the MLB doesn't get their stuff figured out, which I mean, right now it doesn't look like it. What a win for the NHL! I mean, if I'm the NHL right now, I would quietly and very quickly get these hub cities agreed upon, figure out the dates, and let's go, let's go, let's go. If the hub cities have to be in 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 you know 
Florida and Arizona, just because they're the ones that are most open right now, or Texas even, do it. Just do it. Because what is important for the NHL right now is calendar space. It's eyeballs. It's getting though getting this content. If the NBA is not going to give us live content until late July, and baseball at the earliest, and they're on clocks ticking panic mode, is not going to give us content till early July, NHL, get in there. Get us content. Get these games started by mid to late June. Because if you can get the players now in and working out and in shape and let's go, let's go, let's go in their hub cities and you can start games June 20th, June 21st, 22nd, whatever it is, give them two, three weeks to get in shape, skate, shape, skate, 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 skate. It's like basketball in that way. You got to skate, you got to skate, you got to skate, you got to run in basketball. It's a win. It's a massive win for the NHL. My eyeballs, your eyeballs, it's huge. And because they added the 24 teams, I mean, Chicago would not have been in it. The Rangers would not have been in it. Montreal, Minnesota, Columbus, these are big markets, big eyeballs. I mean, the NHL, this is a win. And it's a bigger win, especially if the if the MLB keeps arguing over money. And they don't start till, till late July, or if they don't start at all. You know your biggest competitor in the NBA in the playoffs, isn't starting until late July. You've already agreed upon something. So now, NHL, I look at you and I say, can you get it done quickly? And can you take a huge chunk of calendar where you're only then battling with NASCAR, which your fan bases are similar, but they're different enough, and you can spread out your dates enough. If you know NASCAR is living on you know, Sundays now and Wednesdays or maybe just Sundays at this point, Avoid those days, and you're going to own the calendar. Think about how much great playoff hockey we'll get to watch. Heck, I'd, I'd watch two random NHL teams. I, I'd watch Pittsburgh versus Calgary. What do I, you know, I, what do I care if it's you know if it's uh, Boston versus Washington? Two teams I don't care about. If it's important playoff hockey and it's on my TV on a Wednesday night, and there's nothing else on. You bet I'm watching it. And I think a lot of sports fans, people, if you're listening to the show, would think the same way. So kudos to the NHL. I love it. I think it's great. They added big markets into it. I obviously am happy the Blackhawks got in. My team has a chance. I'm going to watch those games. Now my, my challenge to the NHL would be, can you agree upon the safety? Can you agree upon the, uh, on the Hub Cities ASAP? Let's get this content going. Let's go, let's go, let's go. It's a win for them if they can get ahead of the NBA. A massive win for them. Because as soon as the NBA starts, you're, we're going to be watching NBA. NBA is, is bigger. For the most part, it's going to be more talked about. But the NBA's got the problem of if they start, they're going to run into football. So NHL, get going. Don't run into the football, and you only have to compete against the NBA. And by then, your games against the NBA would be more important because they'd be you know, Stanley Cup Finals games. Uh, such a win. All right, we move on. When we come back, uh, we uh, got to talk about college athletes getting paid. It's a story we talked about a couple weeks ago. It's gone under radar a little bit. I got some new data out for you, and it's fascinating. We're brought to you by Cunis Country Faith Family Giving Back. Stick around. It's on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. You've got a lot. I see. As a veteran, I know that for many former servicemen and women, the battle doesn't always end when they come home. Every day. 
184 veterans are diagnosed with post-traumatic stress, and sadly, 20 take their own lives. When nothing else helps, professionally trained service dogs can. American Humane, serving the U.S. military for over 100 years, rescues animals in need of forever homes and trains them to become free, life-saving service dogs for our nation's veterans. If you're a veteran or know a veteran struggling with post-traumatic stress or traumatic brain injury, please go to AmericanHumane.org to learn about their Pups for Patriots program. Let's give our veterans a fighting chance. If you're a guy turning 18, you need to register with the Selective Service System. It's the law, and we wanted to make absolutely sure you get the message, so we brought in someone we knew you'd pay attention to. 50 push-ups! Uh, hey, coach. Get on that computer! SSS.gov! Not fast enough! 50 jumping jacks! It's for your own good, because not registering with Selective Service could cost you a shot at college loans and grants, federal jobs, job training, and in most states, it could even cost you a driver's license. I'm talking to you! Run that hill! 50 hills! Go to SSS.gov to register with Selective Service. Two minutes and you're done. It's just something you have to do. Pick up the pace! 50 ballet jumps over the alligator pit! Register with Selective Service at SSS.gov within 30 days of turning 18. If you don't, the consequences could be ugly. Don't you smirk at me! 50 belly flops into moving traffic! We've always had villains to face. Bad guys to take down. But you... You're worse than all of them put together. You are the most horrible of all. Pure evil. Just because you're tough doesn't mean we can't beat you. We're not here because we have to be. We are here because we've had enough of you. We all have the power to do something. To change something. To stand up to cancer. Every single one of us is mortal. Even me. Even me. But inside of us. We are all heroes. One person is not a team. But when we join together. Together. You don't stand a chance. We are glorious. We're resilient. We are powerful. And we will win. So stand up with us. Stand up to fight. Stand up to win. Visit StandUpToCancer.org to learn more. Weather brought to you today under cloudy skies, northerly winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Cloudy skies tonight, lows level off around 53. High temperatures reach up to 72 tomorrow. More clouds and sun. More clouds than sun, Monday. Decreasing clouds by Tuesday. Low 80s, Monday. Upper 80s by Tuesday. Right now, 66. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app, wherever you may be listening. It is gorgeous here in the Tri-States. Went out last night. Uh, hey, Illinois, moving into phase three. That was fun. And uh, went got to go out and sit and enjoy the patio. Good beer, good food. It was lovely. And uh, here in Missouri, continuing on the move in phase one. Uh, it, it's exciting, exciting uh, to feel the new normal. The new normal, as we keep saying, it's uh, it's not. It never go back to the way it was. We've all learned so much. We've been through so much, uh, so much loss of life. But uh, the new normal, and it's exciting to uh, be making it through and, and seeing the the light for sure. Uh, we are brought to you by Cunis Country. Honda, Hyundai, over 3,000 new and used vehicles to choose from. If you're in the market for a vehicle, you are doing yourself a massive disservice if you don't 
check out Cunis Country. 221 North 36th Street in Quincy, across from the Village Inn. Find them online, cunisquincy.com. Tell them Mark sent you, Cunis Quincy. Faith, family, giving back. That is Cunis Country. All right. Uh, one of the stories that kind of has gone under the radar, we talked about it a couple weeks ago on, on the mark, and it was a big deal because it was really the N, uh, the NCAA's response to teenagers, these high school seniors, skipping college and going to play for the G League. Remember this? And they were, uh, and now they're signing these G League contracts in the NBA where they're getting half a million dollars and they're going to be on primetime games and then they're going to be able to spend just a year playing professional ball in the G League, the NBA's developmental league sponsored by Gatorade, hence G League, and then uh, then they get a chance to get drafted and go in the NBA and there he goes. They get to skip college altogether. So the NCAA says, all right, no, now it is legal student-athletes can make money on their likeness. And I went on this amazing rant. I was so right. Uh, it was such a good rant. And uh, if you missed it, it was basically saying they should have been doing this for years. It, you, How can you tell someone you can't just be, make money being yourself, especially in today's social media age? And that's where this new data comes back. That's why I'm bringing this back up. So social media has a larger impact on this than you would think. It's a massive impact. We would argue, you know, and I even made this argument a couple uh, a couple you know weeks ago when I first brought this up. Hey, if you're Trevor Lawrence, the quarterback of Clemson, of course you're going to make bank because everyone knows who you are, and you are a Heisman Trophy candidate, and you are going to be the number one overall pick in the NFL next year. And so, of course, you can sign autographs, get paid, and uh, go to car dealerships and make money that way. Social media brings in a whole other dimension to this for especially female athletes as well. You, If you don't realize this, why people spend so much time on social media, if you're out there, you're listening, and you're in your 50s, 60s, 40s, and you're like, I don't get why, why, why are my kids on social media all the time? They're on this TikTok. They're on Snapchat. They're on Instagram, Facebook. You can make money on this. The more followers you have, you can sell advertisements. And this would be legal under the NCAA things. As just selling advertisers, hey, you follow me, I'm uh, I'm Trevor Lawrence on Instagram. I'm Trevor Lawrence and I'm supporting uh, Body Armor. They're selling me, I'm just a Body Armor guy. Hey, Body Armor, sell an ad. So, this research came out, depending on how many social media followers you have, the more money you could charge for ads. Some like Sam Ellinger, who is the quarterback for Texas football. He's got hundred and something thousand followers on Twitter and Instagram, 197. He could, he could charge per post about $3,000. Sam Ellinger could make close to $900,000 next year. Think about that. He could make almost a million dollars selling ads now on his Instagram, his Twitter, TikTok pages, Snapchat, a million dollars. It's not just the quarterbacks. Lamar, uh, Jamar Chase, who's going to be a top five pick. He's the he's the uh, LSU uh, defensive back. He's got about two hundred thousand Instagram, Twitter followers. He could make half a million dollars next year selling ads. And it's not just men. Morgan Hurd, the beautiful women's gymnastics uh, uh, athlete from University of Florida. She's got one hundred and fifty thousand Instagram followers. So she could charge $3,000 for an Instagram post or whatever it may be. And you start to see this. You start to realize, wait a minute. Whoa, wait a minute. 
This is great. This is amazing for these student-athletes. Because, if you don't know this, I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit. I'm a 29-year-old guy. I'm not. I'm, I'm a millennial. But there are these young men and women on TikTok, on Instagram, who are in college right now with hundreds of thousands of followers. And they're just, you know, a science major. And they post whatever kind of photos they do to get those followers. I think you know where I'm going with this. They uh, Racy, I guess, would be the appropriate term. Or you could, I guess you could say racy. Or just uh, uh, they, they like to show off themselves because they're uh, attractive young people, <laughs> whatever it may be. They got 150,000 followers, and they're just a science student. They're making this much money. Why shouldn't the student athlete as well? It's all fair game. It's all fair game now. And this is a game changer because – you, you you think about it, you don't have to just be on TV. To, you, you can be a women's volleyball player. And you got 40, 50, 60,000 followers on Instagram. You're going to make a couple hundred thousand bucks next year if, you're, if you choose to sell ads and you can get ad space. Now, obviously, there'll be a saturation. Not everyone, not all these companies are just going to give away this much money and, and, and sell these ads. But... It's not going to just be the NFL football top picks guys who are going to be making a bunch of money next year. And I love it. I'm so happy for these student athletes. I'm so glad the NCAA allowed this, make this money. Uh, it's going to be fascinating. So when if you're out there right now and you got 18-year-old kid who's spending all day on Instagram, <laughs> there's a reason they're doing it. I mean, you can make legit, you can make a living posting ads on Instagram, being Instagram famous, TikTok famous. <laughs> and these student athletes are going to take advantage of it. It's it's fascinating. The numbers I saw that I just had to share it. Think about that. Quarterback in Texas has a chance to maybe make near a million dollars next year if he sells a ton of ads with how much followers he has. Uh, it's incredible. All right, coming on up, we got to wrap up the show. We're going to talk about uh, the highest paid p- uh, athletes got announced. It's just some craziness, and also a uh, preview of what's to look for this weekend. It's on the mark here, News Talk Ten Seventy K Jamal. Hi, I'm Megan Hoffer, and welcome to Heartbeat. I could not believe that someone could be so clueless to drive 10 miles under the speed limit. I couldn't go around them and I was in a hurry. They needed to be taught a lesson. I was fuming. Then suddenly they pulled onto the side of the road to let me pass. It was about time. As I drove by, I glared into their car and saw an elderly man behind the wheel and next to him was an elderly woman with a neck brace and a bandage across her forehead. I was mortified. I had no idea what had caused her injuries, but the last thing they needed was my aggression on their tail. I started praying for that couple and asking God to give me patience and empathy for my fellow drivers. Can you relate? Heartbeat is brought to you by the Salvation Army. Hi, I'm Dr. Shelley Place with today's tip for kids from the American Academy of Pediatrics. Kids are full of energy, but keeping them active in their teen years can be a challenge. Aim for an hour of physical activity every day. If they like sports, that's a great place to start. Keep the focus on fun, not winning, and encourage your child to do a variety of activities. If your child isn't meeting that 60-minute goal, gradually increase their activity in ways they enjoy. For more, talk with your pediatrician or visit HealthyChildren.org. KHMO weather today under cloudy skies, northerly winds, 5 to 10 miles per hour. Cloudy skies tonight, lows level off around 53. High temperatures reach up to 72 tomorrow. More clouds and sun. 
More clouds than sun, Monday. Decreasing clouds by Tuesday. Low 80s, Monday. Upper 80s by Tuesday. Right now, 66. Welcome on back to On the Mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO and the KHMO app as we're wrapping up the show here. We are brought to you by Cunis Country and their complimentary powertrain, lifetime powertrain warranty, faith, family, giving back. That is Cunis Country. Check them out there at 221 North 36th Street in Quincy. CunisQuincy.com. Tell them Mark sent you. So as we wrap up the show here, highest paid athletes, Forbes list the, uh, made the announcement uh, of the highest paid athletes from calendar year. So this is how much money these athletes made from June 1st, 2019 to June 1st, 2020. So in the literal calendar year, for the first time ever, a tennis player is on top. Roger Federer made $106.3 million. Uh, Yeah, so good for Roger. Uh, No boxers on top really anywhere. There's no big fights or anything like that. Uh, Usually you see like Floyd, Money Mayweather, somewhere like this near the top. Cristiano Ronaldo uh, came in second at $105 million. Lionel Messi, $104 million. Neymar, $95 million. So the soccer players, the three best in the world, they make bank. Uh, LeBron James, the highest paid American athlete, and uh, a lot of this money, his earnings comes not just from his, obviously, uh, NBA contract, which it does, but this is shoe deal money, too, uh, and this is uh, for all of the uh, NBA players on this list in the top uh, top 10. LeBron James, 88 million, Steph Curry, 74, Kevin Durant, 63, and then the eighth place, Tiger Woods, made 62 million, Kirk Cousins. Is the highest paid NFL player, the ninth highest paid athlete in the world. And that's why I really wanted to share this list. Kirk Cousins, because he made guaranteed money. No, you're not allowed endorsement deals for Kirk Cousins. It's all football, $60.5 million. This is why you got to be careful when you're talking quarterbacks and how much money you spend and, and, and talk about hitting the market at the right time. Kirk Cousins was the ninth highest paid athlete in the world last year. <laughs> He's not even the ninth best quarterback in the NFL. Oh, Vikings fans. How do you feel about that? How does about Vikings fans feel about that? Oh, that is brutal. Now, listen, I'm a Bears fan. I know Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles. You can laugh at me all you want. I, we didn't spend $60 million in a calendar year on Kirk Cousins. I mean, I mean, I'm, so, I'm sorry. That is, that is, that is insane. Uh, Carson Wentz is 10th at 59.1. I'd spend 59 on Carson Wentz. I would do that as a Bears fan, hands down. I will do it. Uh, so you go. I just said that was just too funny. Kirk Cousins, man, made the list right, right up there. Uh, and I, NASCAR is back tomorrow at Bristol, two thirty on FS1. I'll tell you what, man. Uh, NASCAR got rained out on Wednesday. I want to give them a shout out. I'll keep giving them a shout out. They figured it out, and I and I hope the NHL gets quickly on their train with them. I mean, they are capturing eyeballs. They are capturing calendar space that no one else is uh, is grabbing right now. Uh, and kudos to them; they're handling it well. The social distancing, the safety, the the temperature checks—fantastic uh, to watch that race on uh, Thursday night, last Sunday. Uh, my guy Brad Keselowski, good good weekend at Charlotte, uh, and, and so I cannot wait. Bristol Sunday, keep going NASCAR, love it. I'll be watching. That's going to do it for me. This is on the mark here on News Talk 1070 KHMO. Follow us on Facebook. Search on the mark uh, KHMO on Facebook. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Hespen M A R K H E S P E N. Tune in to 97.9 Kick FM. I will be on the air with my co-host Sam. Starting at noon till 5 o'clock, the concert from your couch, KickFest 2020. Enjoy the rest of this gorgeous weekend. You've got a lot of dealership choices.